Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to the Big One Podcast. It didn't take me a second to remember the name. <laughs> I had it on the top of my yeah, yeah, tongue, tip tell. of my tongue. Oh, my goodness. We're off to a great start here at the Big One Podcast. If you like to listen to us before, we are the same people. It's B-Boy and New Guy. Hey, what's up? Yeah, we just haven't done this in a little while, but uh, we wanted to get back into it because, well, we just like talking NASCAR. Well, we like talking racing, I guess, in general. Yeah, so. yeah. And uh, are we going to talk? Huh? No. Yeah, we can talk about uh, other things. Other things. Oh my other god! Than you knew what NASCAR. I was going to say. Yeah, I'm, this is, I'm in your head. You know. We never lose this. We never lose this. Um, we. Uh, well, go ahead, please. I was just going to say. We, you know, it's interesting. We made it exactly halfway through the season i know yeah <laughs> and then i think we both had the same idea like when you messaged me about it about kind of coming back again this year i was like yes like i, I definitely want to do it but just do it a little less often yeah you know yeah um keep the keep the listeners on their toes mm -hmm. um, as they say we want it to uh, be a nice surprising special treat so that when it yes. pops up in your feed you're like oh okay oh those nerds <clears throat> again Hello. Don't mind if I do. Yeah, that's um, the that's the plan anyway. We'll see yeah. how that goes. I will say I've been I've still been active. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter at Podcast Big One, still been active, still been retweeting the tweets and replying to the big NASCAR idiots that are saying I haven't watched since you guys did stage racing because it's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Someone's got to put them in their place. I'm glad you're um, doing that public service. Yeah, I think we already decided to our whiner. We got we got rid of the whiner of the week, but we're just gonna do the whiner of the year. Is that fan that guy? Yeah, yeah. That clearly still watches every week, but doesn't want anyone to know. Yeah, you know that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's the worst. They're, they're not convincing anyone. They really are not. Um, so yeah, so if you uh, you are joining us for the first time, welcome. Um, you know, this, again, this podcast big one. We're all about talking about Rex. Um, really just racing in general, but yeah. wrecks, a lot of wrecks, uh -huh. Which um, NASCAR especially has. like the clash, the clash yep. was basically a giant wreck. Yeah. So, um, we'll definitely be talking about that one. Um, and we do have a sponsor like we do every week. And, uh, this week we're actually sponsored by Netflix, uh, specifically oh, a yeah. Australian racing teenage bop <coughs> drama movie called go-karts coming soon. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check that um, one out. Yeah, Thank they were just Netflix. like, you know what? <laughs> uh, here's an Australian go kart movie. Yeah, I think it fits your podcast. And I was like, dude, it does. That definitely does. That's definitely, <laughs> yeah, that's sort of our our style, our feel. Yeah, it's our market for yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> have we ever had a listener in Australia? I don't remember. I'll have to go check the. I'll check yeah. the stats on that one. All right. Yeah, we got to boot everything back up here. Yeah. Um, Speaking of booting up, uh, let's boot up at Daytona because that's where our year began. Yeah, uh, down in Orlando and 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 bopping our way over to Daytona for a was couple this, races. And was this our third year in a row going there? This is our third year in a row, uh. and I think that's only my my sixth five hundred. Yeah, uh, I think this is the first one though. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a, I hope you're okay with me admitting this that we did not stick around to the end. Um, yes, sad. But I am okay with you admitting it. Catch flights. Yeah. We're busy guys, you know, and that uh, rain delay really didn't help. And NASCAR's timing on when to uh, show it also didn't help. Yeah, yeah. We'll complain about that in a second. Yeah. So let's start with the Clash because um, that's where the season really begins, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, clash was just a giant wreck fest. It really I, was. I really don't know what else to say. It was almost it, at a certain point was, okay, this is dumb. And then it was like, okay, this is comical. Yeah, like, This is yeah. funny to I watch. 
I think wall. Whoa, I got a sneeze. Uh-oh. <laughs> nope, fought it away. Um, <laughs> that was close. Um, yeah, I think I was telling my girlfriend about it, and I was like, this sport is so dumb. And just kept on laughing about it and talking about how dumb it was because, like, yeah, I think there were maybe six cars left at the end of it. Yeah. Something like that. And the, and the car that won is just, like, it oh didn't my even God. wreck coming across the line. It looked like that as it was, like, winning. That was hilarious. Like, got pushed to the front. Yeah. Uh, I also want to note for all of our listeners at home that we almost made it five minutes without Dave mentioning his girlfriend. I'm sorry, new guy mentioning his girlfriend. I, Thank I you. Yeah, don't mean please to say your first keep name. my... Uh, <laughs> Keep my alter ego at the forefront here. Uh, we almost made it. Almost, guys. almost, almost. It. very close. Uh, very we close. love you, Laura. Uh, oh wait, does she too. have a nickname? Am I supposed to use? Uh, no, you there? can use her name. I, I don't oh, care. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. People, what, what you don't know is Laura's not a real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a it was a pretty good clash. It also was just like it. it the ending was something out of a movie. Um, yeah. like for anyone that didn't see it, you should go back and watch it. But, uh, Denny Hamlin locked into, uh, Eric Jones's back bumper and basically mm-hmm. just pushed him the entire lap just past everyone. Denny was in good shape, but he was a lap down and, uh, Eric Jones had been in a wreck earlier and his, the front yeah. of his car was just totally caved in and it was just the most unaerodynamic, the just dumbest thing that you've ever seen in your <laughs> entire life. And, if, uh, uh yeah. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna watch at least just the final lap or anything, um, do it without the audio because Jeff Gordon doesn't realize that Denny or he I think he knows he just caught up in it. He thought Denny was on the lead lap and was like, "Why isn't Denny gonna pass for the win?" Yeah, and uh, and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, overall, though, I think Jeff's done a pretty good job in the booth now that DW's gone. I think he's doing a lot yeah, better. Yeah, so. yeah, I would definitely say so. He's uh, yeah, I really like him in the booth. Yeah. He's got good good chemistry with everyone else now that DW's gone. Definitely. Um, so then we had qualifying. Um, how'd that end up? Uh, Ricky and Bowman got onto the front row. Um, oh, pretty Ricky, baby. Oh, pretty Ricky. You know, he's just good at these here plate races because he's a uh, gosh darn maniac. He wins or wrecks. He's yeah. just more bold than everyone else. And yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's so exciting to watch him race. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's stressful and exciting. Yeah, and uh, everything in between. Um, yeah, uh, so then um, obviously we were there. So we went to the Thursday races um, was the first two that we went to, which were actually way more competitive than you would expect. Um, most of the time, like, they generally run around there and don't really race each other, but they got pretty racy in both of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, It was good. Yeah, one of them had a good amount of freight training, if I remember correctly. but The first one did. The but second one, then, they, yeah. Like, 20 laps or so to go they 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 started making yeah. it up that was better than four laps to go you know yeah it was pretty um, solid racing and yeah then the uh the truck race that we went to on friday was just oh my gosh. fantastic so as truck good. races always are at daytona they really are they really are and uh you know i know uh we already have future plans for for a race or two but one of them's pocono which got the double header this year and we get to see a truck race there which oh, i'm just so excited wait. about as a prelude to a cup race on the same day, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, yeah. So then we Thursday races. We we Friday truck. We skipped the Saturday um, event. Uh, congrats to Noah Gregson though on getting his first uh, win there, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. And he w- uh, I loved his celebration and 
uh, there was like some burnt rubber that was flaming, and he like went down and like sniffed it. It was awesome. Wow, that's dope. Um, after and the burnout, yeah. <laughs> congrats to you for uh, not crying on Tower of Terror on Saturday. Uh, yeah, as I didn't well. cry on Tower of Terror. Yeah. I might have cried in the Star Wars part. Oh, of definitely the did. Disney part. Yeah. Um, but we can't talk Disney because I think them and Netflix are like competitive. Oh, so. that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, so, Netflix. Um, yeah, uh, we went to Netflix land. <laughs> That's what we meant to say. Um, where, where it's all Stranger Things. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just the whole park is Stranger Things. Um, and then, yeah, then Sunday's race, which uh, we got good 20 laps. Uh, got to see the president, which is, let's not bring politics into this, but with mixed feelings. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, and I said this there, he didn't butcher the command he actually did pretty well yeah 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 i know i was i was pretty impressed it makes sense you know he's got a uh, commanding personality and knows how to speak he in does. front of large crowds he does, uh, he does. so um, stands to reason that was, he'd be good at it was sad to see that the motorcade never made its way onto the banking <laughs> i know that's um, so disappointing Come i'm on. guessing because he would have like like rolled over in the uh limousine oh, and definitely. Like, crushed ivanka uh, uh, or or What's her name? Melania. Melania. I get them mixed up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he probably does gets too. them mixed up. Roasted. <laughs> and that's not uh, bringing politics into it. That's just not. bringing uh, celebrity relationships. So back off, everyone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, but uh, it was really cool seeing Air Force One. Um, it's the second time I've seen it. Yeah. I just saw Obama come to Asheville uh-huh. before and saw it there. And um, But it's just always cool to see. Dope flyovers as well. Yeah. Also, our tickets were the best we've had oh, ever. Oh, so good. At Daytona yeah, nuts, for crazy both races, good. For yeah. all three races. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, so Sunday, twenty laps. Uh, good twenty laps because Ricky led the whole time. <sighs> Ricky, uh, Ricky, <laughs> driving like a maniac. He's insane. He's insane. <laughs> it's amazing that he uh, doesn't crash like within the first I don't know thirty laps every single race. It's I, just I agree. unbelievable. I agree. Yeah. Um, and then and then obviously. We were sitting underneath in uh, uh, some fake grass at a Toyota little display, mm-hmm. um, waiting out the rain and watching all the people leave. And then we left. And while we were sitting there, we, we booked a car. So the next day, we went and actually saw a SpaceX launch in the morning. Yeah, pretty cool. Drove all the way back to Orlando, did some hot laps uh, uh-huh. at a go-kart track. <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, new guy won two of the events or had the faster lap in two of the events. Um, but the two of us uh, were one and two on fastest yeah. times. Was it that day or that week? For that day, yeah. For that day, you okay. you had the fastest lap overall. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. uh, two That's or three nice. over here. Yeah, yep. <laughs> good job. Good job. And we'll, we'll, we'll be battling it out. We've got at the end of March. We've got a Vegas trip, and we'll be battling it out yeah, there so too. We'll, we'll be let you sure guys know to provide uh, provide info to everyone on how that turns yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. And then so then we came back. You know. <laughs> I don't know how we did this, but it was such a tight timeline between everything. Then we drove to Daytona. We made it right before they kind of really got started, and we got to see most of the 500, which was great. Yeah, we left at lap 170, I believe. Uh, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Um, it was right before the first big one. Yeah. Because um, we were yeah. waiting for it, and I expected it to happen. <clears throat> we were walking. Were we still in the uh track when it happened or where were we just no, outside we were we oh, had just yeah. crossed the street yeah 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 that's right yeah uh but yeah we had to catch flights uh you know to new guys point earlier 
really dumb, and I think everyone, uh, except for maybe if you were watching at home, maybe you didn't think this was dumb because you got to you know watch at home at four o'clock, yeah. which is great. But we, you know, we book our flights on Monday nights after races because we know the chance of raining out, and then we can see it on Monday at noon. Well, not if they put it at 4 p.m. Yep. Like, how how are we going to make Ugh. a race and then get to our flights? It's just it's so hard. And and I, I will say about 75% of people were still there on Monday. Yeah. Maybe some people sold their tickets, but it was pretty good turnout for a Monday. Yeah. Um, all things considered. So, um, and it was a great 500. Really good 500. Yeah. It was um, just solid racing all over the place. There really wasn't that much freight training. You know, all no, things considered, really. it was it was yeah. just good racing through and through. I think people were just so amped up coming back on Sunday, and also, yeah. you know, I think the NASCAR guys do at heart know they're entertainers, and if it's a Monday of the biggest race of the year, like it's it's no time to sit back and do like do nothing. <laughs> you got to be up there racing. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um. So, do you want to give a, a race grade to Daytona? Um. Man, factoring everything in, including the delay and the frustrations with what uh, when when NASCAR started it up, I'd probably give it a B. Um, yeah. Just in terms of the pure racing, definitely an A. I mean, like yeah, solid, yeah. solid Daytona racing. Yeah. I was going to do an A minus of just the racing action, but because of how everything played out, and even we were there and everything, I just like the weekend, great, great, A plus. But the that one race and the, the, everything i yeah i'm i'm probably b minus if not a c plus yeah. i'm pretty low yeah um it's it sucks when that stuff happens but it happens very infrequently and if we keep going every year it's going to happen again yeah so. definitely um yeah. cool uh Perfect. strong performances out of your boy ryan blaney really really great job almost all day was up there uh-huh. mixing it up near the front yeah uh Solid was the last stuff. of the really the penske cars kind of around i know the 22 is still around there towards the end but um yeah, really, really great performance out of him. I, we were on the road and screaming for him in the car, hoping he was going to be able to get it done. Oh, and, so close. Uh, obviously, you know, Hamlin got it done again, and he's just so good at these fucking, not just plate tracks, but specifically that 500. Yeah, the ability to win it two years in a row is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but I, I, I pulled something up because I just have noticed over time that he always seems to be there at the end right yeah um so so i brought up basically his results uh for his career since 2006 and i just want to read off since 2012 these are his finishes at the daytona 500 specifically um fourth in 2012 14th in 2013 second in 2014 fourth in 2015 wins it in 2016 17th in 2017 third in 2018 and then wins the last two. Wow. That's that's insane. Insane. Man. That's like what I read off like five or six of the like eight are top fives. That's, that's yeah, crazy. that's ridiculous. He's just that with that really level good. of consistency, you know, like in the same way that if we keep going back, it's gonna rain again. If <laughs> he keeps rain. staying up at the front always, he's going to find those opportunities to win. And he, he just understands in- how to when he's in that position, how to force the win. Yeah, and in his career, so obviously, like I said, since 2006, he's been running. So 29 different starts at Daytona. Yeah. He's actually only crashed out of three. Wow. That's, yeah. that's nuts. He's really good. Yeah. Um, he's basically, if Stenhouse knew to not wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Stenhouse cared about having friends at all. Yes, I'm, yes exactly. I wonder if Stenhouse 
is doing that to make other people like afraid of him. Like since he doesn't have any teammates. Uh, oh, he does. Oh, he does. He does. Oh, I'm Forty-seven wrong. and the thirty-seven are okay. teammates. Well, um, uh, yeah. I mean, that theory out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> man, just destroying your. He tried. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder if he is just trying to like scare people, or if he is just a maniac. If he wants people yeah. to be concerned about driving around him, so that like they're focusing on his driving a little bit more and less on their own. Yeah. Or, like, they're just considering that he might do something maniac style. Or if he just truly is a maniac. I think it's maybe a bit of both. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. Uh, you want to start talking about Vegas? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, Kyle Bush and Martin Truex were on the front row. Yes, um, they were. Man, it was a pretty good uh, Vegas overall. Not to give away what my race grade might be, but uh, what, yeah. what, what, no, what, would you, what would you say? For your race grade. Uh, for the race grade? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. I can do my race grade right now. Um, I'm going to go – I you know, I would think I was conservative to start the year last year. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to go with a B plus. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very solid. Very, very solid. <coughs> yeah, I'd say I'd say B plus as well. Um, yeah, just – man, I, they've they've figured out something with this package, and uh, the racing is solid. I'm concerned about, yeah. like, their ability to preserve this quality through next, next year, year with yeah. a – introduction of the new spec yeah um, and we'll uh we'll definitely talk a lot more about that new spec uh, in a little bit but uh yeah what, what else uh stuck out to you about vegas um oh no our race notes are the same for uh vegas and auto club uh-oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh i think you messed that up yeah <laughs> classic um man specifics i, mean, I don't know you t- you take this one man you take this yeah, one I'm, th- I'm thrown i'm thrown off by this now what's going on where <laughs> am i i just deleted everything um <laughs> no notes for you you have to get it off the top oh, of your head god uh, this is my no, nightmare I mean, it, it was it was good there was really good racing action obviously there were there were only a couple incidents and they really weren't big deals yeah and so each time they happened it was like cool a guy didn't crash out of the race and we get to have another restart which the restarts are great so um oh, obviously yeah. Ch- chase uh chase was kind of dominating the whole thing um and then he had uh, incidents later on in the event um and then had what was a tire went down right mm-hmm. um ended up taking him out uh but and then of course joey just shows up out of nowhere and wins that race I well i guess not out of nowhere. he was there the whole day but yeah and blaney bastard. right right before the end um there was a yellow was flag leading. with like six yep. to go and Blaney was leading by a pretty good margin and it was looking like he was going mm-hmm. to win. Uh, Bowman was trying to catch up with him, but uh, yeah. it was a little I was off. waiting. That battle would have been so It would have been amazing. Um, so good. But yeah, so yellow flag comes out. Blaney has to choose whether he pits or stays out and everyone else yep. is going to do the opposite. He pits, gets fresh tires, comes out way behind and uh finishes 11th and bowman yeah, who was second place that finished huge yeah. push off the restart yeah. and that's why he won so. heartbreaking heartbreaking but you know i mean if blaney keeps putting himself in these positions he's gonna win one of them before yeah, too well, long and, and i'm gonna uh, be putting some good money on him in vegas let me tell you that much oh for sure i don't remember who was leading points coming out of daytona but I want to say it was probably Blaney because he finished. He had the stage points each time. Denny didn't because oh, yeah. all the JGR guys were riding around in the back. So yeah. I think Blaney's been leading since week one. But, you know, spoiler alert, now we're after Auto Club, and he, he is still leading points, um, uh-huh. even even with an issue there, which we'll talk about in a second. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, I thought it was a good race. It was entertaining. 
Um, it was a good cool down, I guess, after Daytona. And yeah. It was, uh, you know, good to actually get a race in. Um, they almost had some rain issues themselves. So Man, that would have been rough. Yeah. <laughs> Two races. Um, but so. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so then we move on to Auto Club Speedway. Um, who were the qualifiers? Let's see. Qualifying ended up with Boyer in uh, pole position yeah, right. and then Jimmy Johnson in second place. Uh, then Bowman, Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick going down the fifth. Um, man, I was so impressed with Jimmy Johnson at this race. He really, oh, really sure. pulled it out to like put in some really strong work. Yeah, and we're going to get to a who's hot, who's not segment here in a bit. But Jimmy is, spoiler alert, hot. Uh, yeah. Doing really, really well. Um, really great start to his final season, which, you know, nobody wants to see him go. But um, obviously it's good to see him go out competitive uh, yeah, so far. So absolutely. Good. Um, Boyer, the interesting thing about his uh, pole position was this was his first in I, – I, I I'd have to look it up again, but it was his first in like – seven or eight years like a long period his of first time. pole position in that long wow I didn't yeah yeah it has been a long yeah. long time and and he really hasn't actually won that many poles in his career yeah uh surprisingly few um i guess just a guy that shows up on sunday and not on friday or, or thursday or whenever they're going to qualify so yeah um but yeah it was pretty good uh you know obviously the five wide salute with jimmy up front and then his, his daughter's waving the green flag uh-huh. was really damn cool wasn't there um, like that little girl singing the anthem who freaking oh, milked it yeah, like you, crazy you told me about oh that, my yeah. god that was so funny so i had to watch this on a plane back from england so i i was like conserving my plane data mm-hmm. um so i didn't watch the, the national anthem but as soon as you told me about it i had to look it up and yeah she uh she was flamboyant yeah, i think is a good word yeah. for it um <laughs> And it's so funny because, like, looking up the reactions to that that uh, national anthem, because NASCAR was like, "Oh, what a great national anthem!" And like, people, like half the people were like, "What were you watching?" And the other people were like, "Oh my god, it was so patriotic." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You ask me one day, I'd probably be on one side. And you ask me another day, yeah. probably be on the other side. Yeah, so you get. I get it. I'll take. <laughs> I'll take answer D, which is yeah. it was hilarious and way over the top. It's just funny <laughs> watching a kid showing off on national television, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. Definitely. It was so um, dumb. I yeah. love this. Well, I think my favorite part this – this is the longest we've talked about a national anthem, I think, on this definitely, podcast. Definitely, yeah. My favorite part of it was that the jet fighters flew over before she was done because, yeah. like, they have to time it. And there's yeah. no way that they were able to estimate when she would be finished just because she was milking it like crazy. So they were just like, <laughs> F this. We're flying over. Sorry, lady. Yeah, oh. speaking of uh, waiting for them to finish, uh, this was the first time I had ever bet on a, a Super Bowl prop for the length of the national anthem. Uh-huh. I think it was like a minute and six seconds or 54 seconds. I forget what it was. But uh, but it was so funny because I started a stopwatch at the beginning of it and was like, come on, Demi, sing it. Finish that <laughs> song. <laughs> uh, That's so good. So Demi, I guess, stayed stayed under a good time because I bet the under and won on that. Nice, so. nice. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, good racing, really good racing. Yeah. A lot of three wide, a lot of four wide. There was a five wide at one point, um, and I'm not talking about the pace laps. It was just actual racing. Yeah. So what? Uh, what would you give this one? What do you mean? Oh, race grade. Yeah. We didn't do race grades. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, again, I'm still going to be a little conservative, but I'm actually going to give it an A minus. I yeah. liked it better than Vegas. I I, it was great. I am just uh, no con- no conservation here. I'm going to give it an A plus. I mean, like, it's one of the best races I've watched in a long time where yeah like it's so rare for a race to be 
captivating the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was I was watching it with oh, 24 minutes second mention my girlfriend. Oh, there um, it is. <laughs> and she's not that into NASCAR, but like we watched most of the race and she you know was on her phone a lot of the time but also was really <laughs> like actually enjoying the the the, the racing you know yeah you're telling me um, um man it was fantastic awesome. i mean all of like restarts over and over the 12 the 88 and the 48 found ways to be three wide against each other like oh, constant yeah. great racing for the lead and i was yeah. pretty happy to see that my boy uh ryan blaney was pretty strong all day one stage two by a pretty good margin and then um yeah he was looking really strong for a while and then bowman just figured out i guess their car was just set up better for those long late runs um, oh, I think the clean air does still play a factor. Oh, so like, much. Yeah. He got out in front, and then it was going to be so hard for the 12 to get back yeah. to him. And I kind of wish we could have had one more restart there at the end, but beggars can't be choosers, and sometimes the best car deserves to win. Yeah. I think the 88 had the best car. So. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, you know, selfishly for my guy, the 42, was he started out really well and had a really good car, and then Denny fenced him. Um, yeah. And so, like, you well, know, that I know was they made, made Harvick jokes afterwards and everything, but no. But yeah, a combo of the two. Combo of the two for sure. Yeah, and it, it was Denny and the twenty and the the, uh, the nineteen. They were racing like crazy. Yeah. Like like, and it was the first stage. It didn't make any sense, but I guess they're just out there, you know, balls to the wall having fun. I guess. But, yeah. Uh, it sucked. Sucked to see Larson kind of taken out. So I know early. that was yeah. Not, he not rebounded great. back, and I think he finished uh, just one behind uh, Blaney uh, because Blaney had the late rate, late race incident. So uh-huh. on the lead lap, and then finished like twenty first or twenty second or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, better than better than it could have been. Not too shabby. Uh, I did really like that the seventy two was just a big honking whiner this whole race. Uh, no, who was the the seventy? Oh, not the seventy two. True X. What the hell? You're True way X. Off. I know. I'm like, like two even, years. Even if it was True X two years ago, it was seventy eight. Whatever. You're way off. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I know what Welcome I'm talking the about. Podcast. The seventy two. <laughs> um, yeah, True X was such a big whiner. He uh, said like, "Fuck the twenty, fuck the eleven. They can both kiss my fucking ass." And then his radio guy, his spotter, was like, "All right, ten four up the kiss." <laughs> he was complaining about his teammates not helping him more and, like, getting yeah, in his yeah. way and racing him hard. And it's just, oh, my God. He's just, after he won that championship, just been a He's big been a baby. baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, agreed. Yeah. And, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy looking great out there. I really think that he's got a good shot at a win this year. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think we're going to talk a lot more about Hendrick and Chevys and all kinds of different things as we kind of recap some storylines. Uh, so, you know, good with auto club Wanna yeah on to let's do it get me out of here cool uh so first and foremost one of the storylines that i kind of wanted to go over uh before we go into like who's hot and who's not is man there's been a lot of penalties uh a lot of guys starting from the rear yeah a lot of guys not making it to qualifying uh true x twice i think um and now they're starting to amp up some of these punishments last week with uh stenhouse and uh so 47 and 37 uh lost their Crew chiefs yeah. uh, were you know thrown out of the track. Uh-huh. I always think of it like when I used to referee and you give you like throw a coach out and you have to wait till he goes to the parking lot and then he's just sitting there with his arms folded. <laughs> like, so like those crew chiefs are like sitting just outside the track. Yeah, like, they should bring like, cameras to film them being all pouty. 
love yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, lots of penalties. Um, guys pushing the envelope, and maybe uh, I wonder if it has something to do with last year with this car, or if it's just you know they're they've been with this car for a little while now, and they're finding ways that they can kind of maybe try and bend the rules, and they're just not quite making it work. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm always glad to see uh, good enforcement of penalties. Um, for sure, because yeah, they're there for a reason. Keep it even. Yeah. Keep them honest. I still <coughs> don't know that I understand how a guy can not pass any of the pre pre qualifying checks and then be okay during the race. Like if it's an impound event, like when do you? I don't get it. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess in the end, like you said earlier, you know, they're entertainers, so they got to send them out on the track, and if they win, yeah, uh, scan so. them again. But yeah. yeah. Um. All right, cool. Uh, so, rookie, I want to give a rookie recap of something we didn't really do at all last year. Um, but this year is a little bit more special. We've got the big three all in their rookie seasons, the big three from the Xfinity Series last yeah. year, all, all up in the big leagues. Um, and then we also have John Hunter Nemechek and Brendan Poole also, uh, uh, you know, racing full time. Uh, and Quinn Huff, uh, which, uh, uh, to be honest, um, I think I saw his name on the scroller, you know, in the other races, but yeah. I did not pay attention. Uh, but, yeah, he's a rookie, and he's run all three races, so good for him. Um, but, yeah, so I uh, want to give a quick rundown first of where these guys are racing, or at least where the big three are racing is what I'm going to really do. Um, Tyler Reddick uh, taking over for last year's Rookie of the Year and then subsequently lost <laughs> losing his ride. Uh, Daniel Hemrick, so he's driving as Austin Dillon's teammate in the eight. Um, and then you've got uh, Cole Custer, uh, who moved up and knocked Suarez into a bottom-tier cup ride, um, and he's in the 41. And then we've got Christopher Bell, uh, who moved up and took the seat of Matt Benedetto, who moved over to, obviously, the Wood Brothers in the, in the 21 car. So Christopher Bell in that 95 that Matt Benedetto did pretty well with last year, or, you know, better than most people expected. So. Yeah. Um, oh, all three I just pretty say good as well, I forgot to mention this earlier, uh, in the Vegas race, DiBenedetto finished second. Yeah, he did. He's oh, looking yes, he so did. strong in that 21. Yeah, he looked really, really good. In yeah. fact, if you look down the, the top 10 of that Vegas race, it's surprising. You look, uh, I think Bubba was top five, or maybe he was like sixth or something. Um, really, yeah, really good finishes uh, by a lot of the Chevrolet guys, but just a lot of guys that you don't normally see in the top 10. Yeah. Um, the late race caution helped mix that up, though, too. So. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, so to go run down the points uh, for the rookies, we've got Tyler Reddick with 55. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek is in second with 51. Cole Custer's got 44, so he's 11 behind. Brennan Poole is fourth with 34 points, so he's 21 behind. And then you have Christopher Bell, uh, who, you know, is is my favorite of these young guys, but probably the least seasoned of the three. Um, with only 13 points through three races, uh, so he's 42 behind. But he has just had just some bad, bad luck. So yeah. uh, we'll see how that shapes out and keep keep ch- uh, tabs on it for the rest of the year. So let's talk about who's hot and who's not. Who's hot, new guy? Oh, man. I'm excited to say it. My boy Ryan Blaney is hot, hot, Red hot. hot. Red He's hot. looking so good, man. That, that crew chief switch is uh really working in his favor and i mean yeah he's just building on what he had last year which was pretty good performance i'm uh when we go to vegas i'm gonna put money on him winning the championship you uh, you can i like that you heard it here first Uh, he was also looking gorgeous in that kobe bryant paint scheme this weekend oh Um, my god he was so i wanted him to win in it so badly i need to get i'm gonna have uh, to get the the die cast yeah 
Yeah, I'm going to get the small one. I would have gotten yeah. the big one if he had won in it. Oh, me too. Get the yeah. small one. Uh, um, but, yeah, beautiful car. Jim Jam also looking pretty good. I think uh, I, I really think he's going to win a race this year. You know, like, I think so, too. Year. They've got to do it. We're three races in, so obviously a lot can happen or a lot can change. But three races in looking very, very hot. Um, and then my last call out here is Chevrolet as an uh, entire organization. They said it at the beginning of the year, like when the, the you know media days were happening. They were like, look, we took the Chevrolets from last year and we got rid of the boxiness of them. We got them so that we can actually trim them. We can actually make them better. Um, we can actually adjust them and make them better. Um, and I was like, oh, sure, sure, sure. Like everyone says that kind of thing. But it is their only second year in this car. And so far, so fucking good, dude. Really good of the Chevys. So. Yeah, yeah. They're looking great. Yeah. Um, considering last year, it just seemed like the whole Chevy camp could not get it together. But, uh, you know, Chase and uh, Larson, were they the only two that won in Chevys last year? I, I feel like know. someone else might yeah. have. But, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Bowman. Bowman won, too. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so, yep. Uh, cool. And then uh, who is not hot? Uh, Suarez, for sure. It's really disappointing oh to goodness. see. He's uh, he's really not showing up at all and is just making mistakes left and yeah, right. I remember Thursday Thursday race, he had to race his way in, and the dude gets caught up with Ryan Blaney and tears up Ryan Blaney's car and ruins his chances of getting into the <sighs> event himself. I mean, just so such Suarez. a dumb wreck. And then in Vegas, the, the car didn't even make it to the green flag. Yeah. They get to the final pace lap. It only made it three pace laps. Yeah. And it dies. So, uh, yeah, Suarez, whoa, whoa, buddy. Yeah. Should have dropped to the trucks or Xfinity or something yeah. instead of being a low-tier team uh -huh. in Cup, but whatever. Um, and then uh, Christopher Bell, uh, like we said before, 13 points in three races is not a great start. No, um, indeed. Especially in that 95 who, uh, you know, when it had Casey Kane behind the wheel, didn't do much. The Benedetto did a lot with it last year. Clearly the team with the Joe Gibbs uh, alliance is capable uh, about Christopher Bell working out some kinks early on. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Chase Elliott, to me, is very between the hot and not. He looks hot, and then he messes up, and he's not. Uh, so that's kind of just been the tale of his uh, year so far. Um, definitely Honestly, will be mixing it up for wins at some point. Yeah, his career in general, he just isn't, like, super-duper consistent, you know? I mean, he can place well, but he's not necessarily consistent about it. Yeah, can obviously win races too, and uh, um, you know, it's obviously we we are a little biased. We like Elliott, we like uh, Larson, we like Blaney, uh, we like those three young guys. But uh, and Elliott seems so far like the most promising of the three. But then again, he hasn't, you know, he to your point, he's very inconsistent. He might win four races, but he'll also in points be somewhere around Larson and Blaney at some, yeah. like, you know, like yeah. where they haven't been winning the races. They're not in as good of equipment sometimes. Uh, maybe Blaney is, but um, and then yeah, uh, you mentioned or you put down here the JGR cars not getting along. Yeah, there seem to be a lot of uh, complaints on the radios about each other, and they're just not really seeming to uh, cooperate too much with one another. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to see if that keeps up or if uh, the leadership there will beat them into shape. Well, you look at one of the most successful years for a single team in NASCAR history at 19 wins of the 36 events last year. They clearly knew what was up last year, and yeah. I think this year, you know, what happens after a successful year like that is everyone starts hiding their notes a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, you're also taking away one of the best crew chiefs in, in the garage of Cole Pern off the 19 car, um, which is kind of 
tells me the story of why I would expect him to have frustrations basically all year. I don't expect him to necessarily have as good of a year. Um, 18, though, he's there. He's going to be good. Hamlin, I, I, I thought it was interesting because, like, during the California race or auto club race, it was pissing me off how much they were talking about, man, the JGR guys don't seem to have it together. Dude, right in that event, they had won 50% of the races. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Hamlin won one. All right. And they were running up front there at the end, or uh, the Daytona. So, like, they don't, I, I don't know, don't bash the JGR guys yet. It's not, it's, it's early. Yeah. They are there. Yeah. They are competitive. They're not going to fade away. Uh, I don't know that they're going to win 19. But I would not be surprised if they win 12 plus. So, yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, they're definitely going to keep on performing well for sure. They've just got too much, too much infrastructure and too much success backing them up to not. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so some more storylines you want to cover? Uh, you got one? Yeah. The um, of course we we didn't talk about it earlier, but uh, coming to the finish line at Daytona, Ryan Newman got into a really horrific wreck uh, that. Ryan Blaney trying to give him a little push and unfortunately caught him the wrong way, spun him around, caused him to flip and get hit on the driver's side window while he was Jeez. flipping upside down and then just scraped along the um, along the roof of the car for like half a mile. Um, yeah, it was really scary. Uh, it, it was terrifying. Like we had no idea. Um, and we're sort of expecting the worst. And then uh, the next day. Well, later on that night, it learned we learned that he uh, was not in life-threatening, but was in serious condition. And then mm -hmm. I think like the next day, they took a photo of him with his girls. And then the Standing day after up, that, yeah. he was released from the hospital. So yeah, just it was incredible outcome considering what we I thought might have happened. Yeah, I think it's just you have to be super, super careful with that. I would not have been, I would, you know, eventually they'll tell the whole story and they'll kind of tell you exactly what happened and what were the medical conditions of him throughout the, the week and throughout the days following. Um, but I'm guessing massive concussion. Yeah. Uh, they have to think brain bleed. You have to think, like, the worst. He probably was not awake, not responsive when they got to him in the car. Um, really cool stat, though came out about the event because obviously they, they they investigate this stuff and they do look into it really good of nascar by the way um but 33 seconds uh was how long it took for them to be in the car like basically underneath it and this is after the wreck so like it skidded for a while yeah so it was like 33 oh, after man, it came to yeah. arrest, it was only 11 seconds before someone was there at the car the response team unbelievable yeah incredible so cool. incredible stuff yeah um, they, they released a full timeline of all of the different events like yeah yeah first fire team getting there first medical team getting there flipping the car mm -hmm. over cutting him out of there getting him in the ambulance like all of that yep. stuff so yeah and i know a lot of oh sorry guys no they're uh, just say uh, they're uh their crash response across so many different motorsports it's it's very cool to see how they learn from each other and um like develop these really good crash response teams absolutely yeah and uh i think a lot of us kind of feared the worst uh, you know for me i was driving and trying to like watch so i didn't really saw he wrecked but i didn't think it was that bad didn't see that he had gotten hit driver's side until well we were at the airport i think yeah. at that point yeah um that i kind of saw it and really thought man that is really bad yeah um, but they put up those uh those black screens so the fans couldn't see them working on him and, and on the car to get him out which immediately says uh this is serious this could be death you know uh -huh. um granted i think that they were doing it so that 
just the privacy of the driver and just trying to, you know, not let people speculate or anything, but it leads to more speculation. Um, Good on a lot of, I think, media people and, um, you know, again, I'm a Jeff Gordon fan, so like him coming back and his his reaction to it, I thought was was pretty good. I was glad that they didn't extend race coverage afterwards and try and fill two hours of waiting at the hospital yeah. to see yeah. hear news because all that would have been was speculation. Yeah, for absolutely. Two hours, which would have been so bad. Yeah. Um, I thought media did a really good job of everything and and obviously uh, uh, gave gave accurate news as soon as accurate news was available. So. Yeah. Really good job. Uh, we're we're media too, so yeah, I would um, categorize us under <laughs> we that. We did a good job. Yeah. yeah, we did a great <laughs> job. Um, so this uh, truck bounty here. Oh uh, man, I love the truck bounty. It's cool. so good. Oh my gosh. Uh, so for those that don't know, basically, I think it started with Kevin Harvick. Yeah. And I actually don't know who the other person was, but Kevin Harvick basically after Kyle Busch won another truck race and he's won like six straight that he's been in or something. Um, uh, on Twitter was just like $50,000 to the first Cup Series regular that goes down into a truck and beats Kyle Busch. Like, beats him in a race. Doesn't just, like, win a truck race. Mm. Um, oh, I didn't which, realize it was beat him. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, And it's it's interesting because, you know, Kyle released his schedule on, like, which races he was going to go to and everything. Um, and so it's interesting because it's met with, like, a half-and-half half kind of response. You know, obviously there's some of those NASCAR fans we complain about that are our whiner of the year um, that are, like, Oh, don't take rides away from truck guys, but dude, you know how many people go to truck races? You know how many people watch truck races when a cup driver is not in it? I'm yeah. sorry, but yeah. like it's better for the sport when those guys are in it. Sometimes I mean I don't, I don't I oh go ahead I, go I, ahead I, I just mean to say like I don't think I don't want Kyle Busch racing down there full time, uh, trying to race for a championship down there while he's racing a cup, but if he can race down there a couple times a year. It's good. Yeah. It's good for the sport. It's good as well to uh, give those drivers some experience racing against a cup driver as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Measure. Very it's a measuring stick them. right there. Yeah. So, um, And then and, and Kyle makes sure that they know where they let lay stand every yeah. single time he yeah. gets in those cars. Uh-huh. So um, so far with that truck bounty, because it was matched, if another 50000 was matched by someone else for 100000 I think there's also some money now that's come out uh, for a truck series regular if they can beat both of them. Yeah. Um, or, or beat Kyle Busch. So, um, so there's some good stuff flying around, and, and obviously I have my own opinion of the truck series. I like it better than Xfinity, and I really love to see the trucks be raced on the same day as Cup at most of week weekends yeah. and like do a lot of double headers, get them more coverage, put them on prime time, like really push that sport because the truck is it's just so interesting. It's nuts. It's, it's such, so, such fun racing consistently. And I and I you know what if. Not that I don't think NASCAR is going down. In fact, ratings are up this year, which is great. Um, a highest, uh, I think, since a number of years for a lot of for some of the events so far. Um, but anyway, truck series, like if NASCAR were to continue to die or were continue to lose fans uh-huh. or continue to lose money, truck's the first to go. And I don't oh, want to see that happen. It'd be such a shame. Man, yeah, I mean, like, do not want to see that happen. So often, I tell people who don't watch NASCAR about trucks, and they're yeah. just like bewildered and amazed by it. And I think that's it's, something that they need so to, cool. you know, like seize upon is just how cool and dumb it is. And as people talk more and more about, you know, some of the things that are happening with the 2021 car for Cup, and maybe getting a further and further away from an actual stock car, but kind of still a stock car. The trucks are fucking trucks, dude. They're pickup trucks. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so like, yeah, so, so far, um, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson, I should probably say that in the opposite order, have entered uh, the uh, in for the bounty, essentially. Um, 
both driving for the same team. They'll take their turns. Uh, Larson at Homestead, which is only in a couple weeks, and uh, Chase at Atlanta. Oh, actually, I do have that in the right order because I think we go Phoenix, Atlanta, Homestead. So I, two, basically next week and the week after, we will see uh, Elliott and Larson in those oh, cars. Oh, nice. So, Very cool. Um, Elliott's got the the Hooters 24 car. Classic. Black. It's that black and orange one, too. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. It's so sick. Uh, I kind of want to buy that truck, uh, yeah. especially if he wins Do in it. it. Um, very cool. You won't. Um, but yeah, so it, it's it's just interesting, and I think it does shine a really good light on truck, uh, more more so than it would otherwise. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, I know at Atlanta, my my dad, uh, my mom are going. Um, that the truck race is happening the same day as Xfinity, so you get a double header, and tickets are cheap. They're like twenty five bucks. So I I don't know if anyone's listening from the Atlanta area, but even if you're you know, a young guy in your 20s and you've never been to a race before, dude, just go. Go see two races. Bring your own beer. Bring tons of beer. Just go. Bring a bucket of chicken like we yeah. do. Have a good-ass time, Stop at dude. Publix. Get a sandwich. Hell, yeah. The Publix. It's a good time. Yep. Um, okay, and uh, so moving on to the 2021, some of the, the designs for the new car have been kind of not leaking out, but they're starting to commit to certain yeah, things. Yeah, trickling out. Uh, if yeah, trickling out. Uh, Dick trickling out. Yep. yep. Very good. Cold Very trickling. good. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, so what, what's been out so far? Uh, big big one is uh, switching over to single lug nut from yes. five separate nuts to uh, one center lug nut like they have in Formula One. I've got one center lug nut, too. Yes, you do. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not, like, thrilled about this, but I don't think it's, like, that big of a deal. But also, man, it's just so cool having to do all five. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not going to have, like, a crazy big difference. Pit stops will speed I think up a it, bit, but it's just I think, disappointing. like, the best argument that I've seen, because I'm very indifferent. I, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'll know how I feel next year, I think, when I've seen it for a while. Yeah. But I think the thing that I, I is going to happen is less mistakes. Yeah. Um, which, again, I've seen that argument, and I, and I can see it from both sides. Because do I want a guy's race to be ruined on pit lane? No. But do I like the idea of someone that led all race, and it's a team sport, and your team one person lets you down? That's sort of interesting. Yeah, so absolutely. It's a half and half. I, it sucks when a lug nut comes down and – hits the tire stem and the inner liner goes down or something dumb yeah. like that, uh, less likely to happen with one lug nut. Um, but also I think it actually is a lot safer. Um, it is a lot safer in terms of uh, loose tires. Not that we've had too That's many true. loose tires recently, but it, it is a lot safer. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the other one uh, that has kind of not so much come out, this one actually did trickle out, um, is Dick the – there was a fan sur- – yes, fan survey about where should the number – placed oh interesting um, which the different positions so all the way back on the back quarter panel all the way like underneath where the, where the gas thing is all the way towards the back like above the wheel um kind of towards the front a little bit uh smaller positions on the the side of the car or th- obviously the normal position um this one i feel strongly about i want it on the door exactly where it is right now i don't want that to change yeah they figured they've cracked the code why change I well, I think like the idea is well, you could have a giant logo where the number is and move the number to the back. Yep. And I get that, but NASCARs always look this way, and I just don't want to change them. I just I I like where the number is. Yeah. I don't want there's already change. also so many logos on there already. I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are the sponsors really going to pay extra for the larger, <laughs> slightly yeah. larger font? Uh huh. 
Who knows? Who yeah. knows? We'll see. I, th- I think a lot of people are a bit more fired up about that one uh, than they are about the lug nuts. So. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see people's reaction to these lug nuts, especially people that yeah. don't know about it and then show up to a race and are like, what the hell? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, the tires look a lot better, though. Yeah, I mean, the, defo, wheels, the wheels defo, themselves look a lot sure. better. Those 18-inch wheels look great. Ooh, la, la, um, la. Cool. So, um, Bush Clash under the lights at Daytona Road Course. I'm so excited about this. I wanted to announce that one. I'm I'm so excited about this, too, man. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, but it's not only that, uh, to spoil some of your thunder here, it Piece is that it they went from <laughs> speed weeks to a speed week. Um, oh. So what I mean by that is the Bush Clash is no longer on Saturday. Oh. Or actually, was it Saturday or Sunday? I, it was, no one knows. It was Sunday. Okay. It was Sunday. I believe I you. Uh, but anyway, now it's Tuesday. Tuesday night. Ooh, interesting. Maybe Wednesday, I'll go yep. this year. What's on Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday's qualifying. Interesting. Okay. Thursday's the 250-mile races. Friday's the truck. Saturday's ARCA and Xfinity. So they moved ARCA up uh, to Saturday so that people will be there for it, which is great. And then Sunday, we've got the Daytona 500. So, uh, you know, Tuesday through Sunday, man, what a week for racing. Holy shit. Yeah, ding, That's ding, awesome. dude. That's going to be yeah. great. Yep. Yeah, might have to be down there the whole week next next year. Yeah. I'm uh, with but it. the the interesting thing about this whole thing is Bush Clash Tuesday night, Daytona 500 pole qualifying Wednesday. They have to switch from the 3.56 mile road course oh, to yeah. the oval in less than 24 hours. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we talked about the safety crews before, but also track crews always do such a great job of keeping the tracks looking nice, painting walls between the Xfinity races and the cup races and always making sure that they're fresh and golden and beautiful for us. Uh, really good job, track crews. Yeah. Thank you, track crews. If you're listening, thank you. They are. They're always listening. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're like NSA at the time. <laughs> everything. Um, all right. So now I kind of want to just talk about the biggest storyline that will kind of be things will come out all year about this one is the biggest silly season I can remember in my lifetime, and I've been following NASCAR for forever, um, over 20 years now, and this is by far the most crazy silly season I've ever heard of. And I and I want to just start by running down the names, and then you can um, say some good news about one of your favorite drivers. Uh, but here's the names of people that technically are contract up at the end of the year, um, starting with Brad Keselowski in the two, obviously a former champion, um, used to race for Hendrick. Uh, and then was going to go to Hendrick, and then didn't uh, – he used to race for Junior Motorsports technically, but didn't go to Hendrick because Mark Martin did well, and they didn't end up moving anyone out, and so he didn't have a ride. Um, And then there's Eric Almarola uh, in the 10, who, you know, used to drive for the 43. Um, Obviously, he's won race in that 10 car and has been competitive and made the chase and everything, so he's a really good driver. Uh, Clint Boyer in the 14, um, you know – Let's see what happens there. We've got Chase Briscoe in Xfinity this year. If he does really well and he needs to move up, uh, Clint Boyer's 40 years old. We'll see what happens. Uh, Eric Jones, who we talked all year about last year with Christopher Bell coming up behind him. Um, What happens if Christopher Bell does turn this 95 season around and ends up making the chase in that? Uh, What if Eric Jones doesn't win anything but the shootout or the clash uh, this year? Who knows? Yeah. Corey LaJoy, uh, so uh, Mr. Super Shoe. Uh, let's see what he can do. Uh, I know he really wants to uh, race in the 48. 
Um, but he's actually done pretty well in the 32. Uh, maybe just goes to a mid-tier ride after that. Um, obviously, my favorite, Kyle Larson. Um, my hopes that he joins Hendrick are beyond measure. Uh, but, you know, I think he's a very loyal guy. And if he can't race the sprint cars with Hendrick and Chip Ganassi will still let him do it, there's a good chance he stays. Um, or maybe he goes to Tony Stewart race or Stewart Haas racing because Tony Stewart loves dirt racing. So um, Jimmy Johnson, obviously, he's out. Um, so that's part of the silly season is who's going to be in the 48. That's the like number one ride I'd say available. Um, and, and, you know, where, where will he go? Cause I think, if, uh, you know, yeah, he's done with NASCAR, but he wants to race a lot of other things. And so I'm excited to see what he does after he's hanging it up here. Alex Bowman, uh, he'll be up on a contract year, uh, in the 88, but obviously a win last week makes him look very good. Yeah. Uh, Chris, yeah. Christopher Bell, one year, one year contract with that 95, man, who knows if they keep him on, you know, who knows? Thing, dude. And then Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Yeah, well, uh, Ryan Blaney, thankfully, be still my beating heart. He is off the market. Uh, (laughs) Penske locked him up for how many years was is his new contract? I think it was three or four years. Yeah, Uh, could look this up. But but yeah, really, yeah, really. I mean, good for him. Uh, Obviously, I told you about a dream that I had recently, where I was hoping that (laughs) old twenty-six-year-old Ryan Blaney would end up at Hendrick and like the five car, and Larson would go over and take over the twenty-four. Yeah. Jeff Gordon's well, old ride, because fuck Byron, dude. Like, yeah, um, yeah. And then see uh, Bowman, Bowman, Elliott, Larson, and Blaney all at Hendrick would have been a dream. But obviously, Blaney, Penske's such a good team. He just got lined up with the best crew chief in the stable, as as I put it before. Um, and he's leading the the championship right now. So really good for yeah. Penske to, it's to pretty cool. I'm on board with it all day, all night. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so next race coming up is Phoenix. Do you, uh, do you have any predictions about this? Any, any thoughts about this? Um, I yeah. So, so, uh, so obviously we really like Phoenix. We, yeah. uh, last year, if you tuned into some of those episodes, we talked a lot about how excited we were about Phoenix last uh-huh. year. Um, and, uh, it's just cool. The dog leg people shortcutting it. Um, granted the corners are so flat. It is really, really hard to pass here um it's just a cool track the racing itself so so in fact i think at the end of the year when it was the second to last race we were like damn they better fix that before the championship next year well you know what nascar made changes short tracks now have the short spoiler um so back to that old little little nub of a spoiler on the back so we'll see what that does Mm -hmm. maybe makes it more competitive um but yeah what's uh you got some track facts i think you want to hit me with uh yeah it's first off a dope friggin track we're big fans of it like (laughs) you just said um stages are going to be 75 for the first stage 75 for the second stage and then 120 162 laps for the third and final stage um previous winners last three were hamlin and bush has won twice uh, the four car has won six times overall. The 48 has won four times. 19 and 18 have won two times. And the 22 has won once. Uh, last year, my boy Ryan Blaney started on the pole, which is always great to see. Looked pretty good overall. And then uh, Kyle Busch, that ding-dang son of a gun, ended up taking the race. Uh, and the most important fact about this past race is that a little kid gave the driver start your engines command cool yeah uh so i did uh so 
these numbers were sort of right. <laughs> oh, I uh, I realized I was on the wrong page. No, it was it was basically right. A little couple corrections, and again, this is completely on me, not on him. He just read my notes. Oh, thanks. Uh, Kyle Bush has actually he actually won way back in 2005 as well. In fact, I think that was one of his first wins uh, back when he raced for Hendrick. Uh, so that, like he's actually won three times. Um, Denny Hamlin has won here once. And although he won't be racing this week, and I did leave him off intentionally because he's not going to be racing this week, um, but Ryan Newman has won here twice, including most recently in 2017, which was, I think, his last win. Nice. Um, so it'll be it's sad not to have him uh, be here at the track yeah. uh, to, to uh, race. So, um, But anyway, yeah, so like you said, good, good story, good recap of last year's race. Um, stuff to watch for. Uh, it's long green flag runs. Not too many incidents here generally. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm excited for it because I'm led into it by three really good events. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a l- little uh, scared because of what we saw last year, but totally new package. Who knows? Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this package. There's also changes to the front end to uh, significantly mm-hmm. reduce the downforce, so it's just going to be uh, oh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I feel like at these past two past three races been really good racing overall and it'll be interesting to see if nascar has figured out packages for short tracks as well they can get yep. packages for all the tracks man it'll be a good year yeah yeah <sighs> yeah i mean they're just trying to dial it in now um and the only people that are disappointed are those guys that we talked about before those terrible fans uh-huh. or uh qu- i was air quoting the fans if you didn't see it but um, <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> So that brings us to our smart and hard picks. If you followed us last year, what we do is we like to we were doing weekly, so we were able to do do a smart and hard pick for whatever the next event was. Um, so the way we're going to do it this year is a little bit different. Um, and then we were taking average finishes <coughs> what we were doing before. Um, this time we're going to be doing it a little bit different because well we can't tell you when we're going to be back on the air. It'll maybe be two weeks, maybe next week. Who knows. Um, but we've got the upcoming races of Phoenix, Atlanta, Homestead, and Texas. And so whatever we lock in as our picks here will be the picks that you have until we're back on the air. And then we'll take a total combined points scored in each of those events by our smart and heart picks. A smart pick is defined as um, anyone that's within the top 10 in points. So fire up your standings in case you don't already have them open, uh, new guy. Okay. Um and then if you've got those fired up, you can start. Uh, or actually, do you want me to start? You want you, you want to start? Uh, I'll start. Thank you. You'll start. Okay. <laughs> you start with your uh, smart and hard pick. Uh, so my smart pick is my boy Ryan Blaney, currently top of the Ooh. leaderboard. I think it's a uh, safe pick, and I'm always glad when my boy is a safe pick. He, he is definitely a very, very safe pick. Um, so my smart pick it's going to be a guy that also has started out pretty hot this year. In fact, um, he is just in fourth in points, also in driving a blue oval. That would be Kevin Harvick, because who else would you take for Phoenix and Atlanta? Um, yeah, that's a good really point. You're really good about that that's one. That's a good point. All right. Uh, who's your heart pick? Uh, my heart pick, my brain tells me to pick Kyle Busch, but my heart tells me to pick Kurt Busch, and so I'm going to go with Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, you know what? I thought about going with Kurt Busch myself. Well, get God, I ding think, dong. I, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the old brother because I got to make <laughs> you feel bad for not getting that one right because the correct pick for 
your heart is Kyle Busch. Wow. Wow. Like I, we saw win at Homestead. People don't know that, but we went to Homestead. I feel like you might be betraying money. a past version of yourself with this. I probably am, but also I think if you remember last year in the Smart and Heart picks, every single time I picked Kyle Busch, he won the race. All right. Well, uh, you know, that's a good reason to uh, continue that tradition. And then we went tradition. to Homestead, and, and he won the championship. Yeah, so. yeah. I saw I've your dad almost twice. cry. It was great. Oh, yes. It was great. Uh, Shout yeah, out to uh, Mikey Pog- if you're out there listening. Hey, Mikey. Mike. An hour in took it took an hour to talk about my dad. <laughs> All right, uh, cool. I like those. I gotta I gotta lock them in. So bah, 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 done. All right. I didn't actually do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I can do it later. Yeah, It'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that brings us to a rapid fire section, which again is your first time joining us, or you just forgot because we haven't been on the air in a while. Uh, what we do here is we've got three questions for each other and for you. Please tweet us your answers to these rapid fire questions at Podcast Big One on Twitter. But you want to lead us off on this one? Sure. Since, Since I let uh, us off on pick. Smart and Heart Picks, I'll lead us yep. off on this one too. Um, question number one If the fans complain and make a big uproar, do you think NASCAR would be willing to switch back to multiple lug nuts? Yes. Yeah, I don't think they're sold on that. I don't think it matters. Like to yeah. them. It, the axle's cheaper, like, they, they can do certain things in terms of it's cheaper, but, like, it's not going to save a lot, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and in terms of crews, it doesn't really save on the crews either. So, like, yeah, I think they'd be – that's that's an indifferent thing. Yeah. I don't think anyone's causing enough of an uproar for them to to do that. But if if something, like, people were to catch wind of it that haven't already caught wind of it and are going to – cause a big uproar and then maybe yeah you know one interesting thing about single lug nut that i just thought about is it's going to bring pit stop times down a bit like so probably they, about two seconds i would imagine they two did seconds. um some they there's a video you can watch of them doing a pit stop with the single uh-huh. lug nut and it doesn't actually bring it down that much yeah it's about the same okay they hit those five lug nuts so quick yeah dude. that's fair that's um fair. it's not it's not that much faster okay. actually interesting so yep cool all right well toss me your first question yeah i want you this is a question we asked early on last year but i want you to rank the hendrick group Ooh, okay um i would give number one to bowman i think Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. and then number two to chase number three to jim jam and probably byron number four yeah uh i'm close to that i think so far this year i'm going uh bowman one Jimmy second, okay. Chase third, and and Byron fourth. Um, and remember what a, the standard rule is for Hendrick cars is one man out. So that means one guy will not make the chase, uh, like just like just what happens every year. Uh-huh. Um, so that means we are both in agreement that Byron will not make it. I think uh, Chad Canal says yeah. cut out for him. Yep. I don't think Byron is panning out so far. So. Yeah, that's going to be a very interesting thing to watch this year, whether or not he's actually able to start pulling things together. And I wonder if they would move Chad Knaus over to another driver or if, I mean, since, you know, the other the other guys are working out pretty fine right now, if they're just going to leave things as is and just yeah, swap out the, Byron. Yeah, well, remember they swapped. I mean, obviously, like uh, when, when Chad Knaus came over, uh, Johnson got a new crew chief, so this is the second year with that crew chief. Um, and I think, yeah, if Chad Knauss, if the, you know, they sign a new guy for the 48 and it is someone maybe like Larson or, or, or uh, you know, Brad Kozlowski or something, um, and Chad goes, that's where I want to be, that's where he'll go. Yeah. Like, they'll give him whatever he wants. Yeah. So, um, or maybe he retires or something, who knows. 
Um, but yeah, it's interesting because the 24 is not part of that silly season. He does have a ride. He does have a contract through, I think, two more years, actually. Um, so he's got some time uh, still to you know prove us wrong. Um, but so far, not looking so great. No. Nope. Um, nope. All right, hit me with your rapid fire, baby. Uh, oh, God, I got to sneeze again. Is that is all that right? Question? Got it. Good um, sneeze. Yeah, that was my question. Uh, hit me with yours. Ha uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, So, how long do you think that this Ross Chastain is going to be in the six? How long do you think it is that we're going to wait until Newman is back? Well, it was great. I will say, you know, we talked about Newman a little bit earlier about the severity of the crash and everything. It's great to see him back at the racetrack this weekend. Yeah. Um, and that picture with him and Corey LaJoy and Blaney popping his head in the uh-huh. frame just a little bit. Um, they were hanging out, and apparently they were over at the the barn, Jeff Gordon's new place at Phoenix, which also, if we go to the Phoenix finale this year, we got to go to the barn. Oh, we got to go to Jeff Gordon's place. It's yeah, like $10 to get in, free food, and, or not free food, free entertainment and a free drink. So Hell yeah, um, I'm in. Yeah, totally worth it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's great to see him walking around the track. Saw a couple interviews with him. He seems fine. He seems totally fine. You know, he maybe has some internal injuries, maybe broken ribs or something crazy like that. Um, so I would say probably a couple more weeks, but I, I would say what's going to be holding him back more than his injuries uh, are definitely his nerves and, and whether he thinks it's worth it to get back on a car. Yeah, yeah, um, that is a big And question. I totally get it. Yeah. Totally get it. I don't blame him at all. I mean, he's got, you know, daughters. He's got yep. stuff going on in his life, and he's also getting up in the years, so it would make yeah. sense for him to step away and maybe give – Chastain the full-time ride I don't think that he's going to give Chastain the full-time ride this year but I wouldn't be surprised if he decides that this is his last year well I'll say I will say yeah I would not be surprised either but uh, I will say yeah we've seen a number of different drivers uh be in this position be in a uh, an incident Tony Stewart comes to mind um Jimmy was never really in an incident but he's had a couple of things that have I think I, he's lost his fearlessness and I think part of it is being a father um, and then, you know, we've seen it with just a couple different guys that have just kind of like lost it and not been able to come back fully after big incidents. Um, and yeah, if, uh, you know, if he does come back I, what, to what, will he actually come back? You know, will it actually be the way that he was before? He's always been a pretty fearless, pretty tough competitor. Yeah. Um, wish, I wish him to come back. I wish him to finish out the year. If this does end up being his final year, definitely wish him to come back. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I will say with, the Chastain rumor that you have now just created, um, huh. the likelihood of him going to the six is very low because Chip Ganassi has him, and Ganassi uh, okay. w- yeah. basically gave him permission to go to the six. So that's true. If he's that's going true. anywhere, he's going to take Larson or Kurt Busch's ride. So interesting. Yep. Huh. Um, cool. So my next question is: Will this be the year people realize Austin Dillon isn't worth anything? No, because people are stupid, Brian. Um, um, if he doesn't I mean, make the chase again, granted, he is yeah. 14th in points right now, so he's in the chase currently. So is Ricky Stenhouse. So, um, and Bubba's just outside. Um, but he's he's currently in. Um, and obviously, Tyler Reddick is, is out. But if Tyler has what I think would be a normal year for him, and he's going to be pretty successful, I think, and he finishes ahead of Austin Dillon – what do you say to Dylan? Like, what are you, I mean, if all the Chevys end up competing really well too, and he's out, like how many more chances do you give him? Yeah. <clears throat> I wonder if his just like fan base is big enough that they would keep him it's in there. It. Yeah. He's I mean, Dana Kang it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. 
That's a tough one. Yeah. I, 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 you know, as much as I don't like to wish ill on someone, I would also love to see a uh, better driver in that seat. Yeah, um, agreed. Chastain to the three. Chastain to the three. Uh, you heard it here first. One. Yeah, man, you are a rumor machine. <laughs> yeah, dude, right. that's what I'm here for. Um, What's your final rapid okay, fire? Okay, final rapid fire. Which driver is actually a robot in real life? Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to scroll the list here real quick. For me, the answer is obvious. I'm curious if you will agree. Uh, I mean, apparently it's not obvious for you, but... It's not super obvious. I think if I see a name, it might become obvious. Hold on. Um. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because they're all pretty convincing. If they are robots, they're all pretty convincing humans. I would go with either... I know it. I'm going to go with Eric Almirola. Oh, interesting. Okay. What I think he's is just driving? Got that yeah. He's got that NP video game NPC type of face. Um, his teeth are way too perfect for who knows what reason. Uh-huh. Um, and and yeah, I think I think he could definitely be the robot. Who's your robot? Oh, mine is definitely uh, Joey Logano, easily. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think like he is too happy. Like like he's a robot that someone programmed and is like way too optimistic about. Oh, like, absolutely. There's also like they programmed him wrong. Yeah, I would say that the main <laughs> driving motivation for me to make that choice is that there's no soul behind his eyes ah, true. Um, yes, so true. <laughs> yeah he's just uh he's a robot he, the yeah, fact that i do he doesn't... i will say joey joey's too successful to be a robot you uh, know first first racing robot would not be winning races well I think it's more oh i'm not saying that he's now. the first racing robot i'm just saying oh, he is a robot okay. uh he's gen gen 22 yeah dude and um right. <clears throat> there's no soul behind his eyes and uh <laughs> He just has a big smile that I don't like. So yeah, he's a robot. Nobody does. All right. Well, some people the, apparently do. But. The evidence is there, Brian. Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're totally Thank right. Thank you, Jesus. Finally. All right. If there was one track that you could bring into the season next year, because that's the other part of this silly season, is new car, new drivers and teams, but also completely new schedule. All the track contracts are up. You can bring in anything could be a u.s based or international maybe you have an answer for both but what track would you bring into the schedule uh u.s based i would pit, bring in the um miami city the street track that they were proposing okay. for f1 nice uh and then my international answer is uh the oval track at monza in italy because uh, that's got like crazy steep banking and it is just ridiculous it's a really really long oval track i don't know how let me let me see how long it is give your answers while i look this up okay gotcha um yeah so i i do have a u.s and a non-us one as well um my u.s one is one that well has been talked about for a while and there's a lot of people trying to get it in there um but it's the 0.6 mile fairgrounds speedway in nashville um i think we just moved the uh the banquet to nashville which was the right mm -hmm. move and i think you end the season at fairgrounds speedway in nashville i think that would oh be a wow that'd be great it. granted they gotta build fucking stands i think they uh -huh. can only support like fifteen thousand people right <laughs> now um but you know what you get you get you you start you start without it being the last race of the year you keep building up the infrastructure and then 
you make it uh, the premier event. Yeah. Um, and then internationally is actually a track that I drove by three times, no, four times uh, when I was up in England. Uh, Silverstone Speedway. Oh, that'd be favorite. Yeah. Super good racetrack. It's wide enough as a road course that you can actually have some, you could have stock cars on it and actually have really good races there. Yeah. Uh, Silverstone, I think, would be incredible. It's one of my favorites to drive when I play video games. So, yeah, that'd be super cool. Uh, the oval track is 2.641 miles and okay. 30 degrees of banking. But the weird thing is that the banking is all curved. It's like it's a concave bank, um, so it would just be so awkward to drive on. There's also like real like highway tier um, uh, railing on the sides, so it just looks hmm. crazy dangerous. And I think uh, I've be a mess. seen or I've raced that in a video game before. Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah. Okay, um, and also you said two point six four one. Yeah, miles. Okay, so that's just shy of the longest track um, in. NASCAR's schedule. Oh, technically, the Daytona infield track will be the longest track mm-hmm. in the schedule. That's like 3.5 miles. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not a points-paying race. Talladega's 2.66, if my mind Ooh. serves me correctly. Yeah, I I believe does. your mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, cool. cool. Um, awesome. Good rapid-fire. Good episode. Good episode. Uh, but we're not done. Because nope. we always read the standings at the end, and you always do Aww. have those honors. And we do the top 16. Am I correct with that? Top 16. Top All 16. right. And if you want to mention anyone outside that's surprising, feel free. Okay, deal. All right, well, starting off at number one with a bullet, my boy Ryan Blaney with 122 points. Joey Logano coming in second, 111. Alex Bowman, 110. Joey and Bowman both with one win. And then Denny Hamlin mm-hmm. with one as well. Kevin Harvick in fourth place. Jimmy Johnson, Chase Elliott, pretty good by them. Nice. Denny Hamlin in seventh with his one win and 94 points. Um, what did he? Where did he place in previous races to finish that or to have that few points? Um, he didn't finish that well at Vegas. Um, okay. and then yeah, did he was just like fifteenth or somewhere around? Oh there wow, in, uh, Auto Club. So yeah, seventeenth at Vegas like and where? Oh, sixth like at to Auto 10. Club. Oh, okay, so he was top just 10 pretty bad there. at Vegas. Okay. Um, yeah. so then Matt De Benedetto, hell yeah, in eighth place. Kyle Larson in ninth with 86 points. Eric Almirola in 10th. Uh, Chris Buescher in 11th. Uh, Brad Keselowski in 12th. Martin Truex Jr. in 13th. Austin Dillon in 14th. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in 15th. And then your boy Clint Boyer in 16th. With Bubba Wallace just outside of it in 17th. Mm-hmm. And then Kyle and Kurt are uh, 19th and 21st respectively. So yep. that, it's surprising to see them really not deliver too much yet. Yeah, uh, I think some yeah some things I could call out. Yeah, it sucks to see Kurt all the way down there, but he he's had some bad luck as well. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Obviously. Uh. How did I rank the crew chief swap out at Penske? Right. I said Blaney wins. Close second is Joey. They're one and two in points. And the guy that lost big time is Brad Keselowski, and yeah, he's down there in twelfth. So expect that to kind of continue the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh. Call out to Hendrick. Uh. Bowman first. Jimmy in uh, or in well third place, but first for the Hendrick Group. Second for the Hendrick Group is Jimmy in fifth, and then Chase, which is how I also had them ranked. Um, and then the twenty-four, who's outside the cut line. Yeah, which I mean, is exactly what happens huge, when you have three Hendrick guys that are in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, <laughs> huge cool. disparity in their good placements. See, yeah. Yeah, good to see Matt De Benedetto up in eighth. Good stuff. Yeah. Cool. 
Man, I've been sneezing a lot. I hope I don't have coronavirus. Uh, Actually, you know what? I kind of hope that I do so I can just get it out of the way with. You know what I mean? I was going to say, yeah, you can just stay at home. Yeah. And, well, I mean, you have to eat and drink better than you normally do at home. I, I've been getting um, better. I have vegetables and shit, man. You have vegetables? Yeah, hard to You believe. heard it here first. You heard it here first. New guy has vegetables. New year for a new guy. New year, new guy. <laughs> new leaf. Um, what, a great, what a great time to be alive. Yeah, and uh, a good note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope uh, coronavirus doesn't mean they have to race in front of empty crowds this year. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. All right. So, yeah. So that brings us to the end of our episode. Hopefully you liked it. Hopefully you'll subscribe on Spotify on, man, I, now I forget all the places that we were on. iTunes. <sighs> wherever you're listening to us. Yeah, that's true. Honestly. Yeah, wherever you already found us. <laughs> sign up. Hit that follow button. Why not? Yeah. Live a little. Yep. And then uh, obviously follow us on Twitter if you would like to see us retweet cool things about the NASCAR weekend. Or if you want to get into a debate about some of our smart and heart picks or rapid fire. Yeah. Basically anything that we said here. Email um, us as well. Politics. Podcastbigone at gmail.com. Podcastbigone at gmail.com yeah. and at podcastbigone on Twitter. Send us your hot All takes. Right. I've been B-Boy. I've been New Guy. And this has been podcast, the Big One Podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.